Thanks for tuning in to the Embodied Astrology Podcast. I'm Renee Sills, consulting astrologer, somatic educator, and practitioner, and your host. At the beginning of each new zodiac season, I offer these audio horoscopes for your sun, rising, and moon signs. If you'd prefer to read rather than listen, you can find written transcripts in my virtual membership community. When you become a member, you'll also get access to my written seasonal overviews and an audio-video library of astrologically-themed embodiment practices and meditations. If you enjoy what you hear today and would like to support this work, please make sure to follow and subscribe and leave a great review. Your donations and memberships sustain these ongoing offerings. Follow the link in the show notes or go to embodiedastrology.com to make a one-time or recurring donation or to learn more about the different levels of Embodied Astrology membership. Hey y'all, welcome to Sagittarius season. As I mentioned in most of the horoscopes, and as you can probably hear, I got sick and lost my voice while I was in the process of creating these readings, so they're coming out a little later than usual. Unfortunately, that means I wasn't able to tell you ahead of time about the final workshop in our four-part series on artistic alchemy and mutable magic with the award-winning author, playwright, and wonderfully expansive astrologer, Junata Petrus, which happens just before the Gemini full moon on November 26th. Janata guided us this year in an exploration of how magical mutability in the signs Pisces, Gemini, Virgo, and Sagittarius can inspire, motivate, and support our creative and artistic endeavors. In Sagittarius season, she invited us to be bold and to move our art and expression out into the world. Each session in this series is evergreen and all the sessions stand alone, so they're going to be significant for many seasons to come. If you're curious about the compositions the Mutable Quartet wants to make in your life, or simply interested in getting a little support for your creativity through astrology, you can access all the recordings along with Janata's fabulous playlists and other resources now. Along with Artistic Alchemy, we have several recorded classes and workshops that make wonderful gifts for yourself or other astro lovers in your life. You can find them all through the link in the show notes or at embodiedastrology.com. Hello, Scorpio. Welcome to Sagittarius season. This is, of course, the season that comes after yours. And in the symbolism of astrology, what comes second to the first, you are the first in this case, is what you have. You have a lot. I just want to say that from the get-go. You have a lot. And so much of what you have is what uh, you have always had. You have a spirit that is entirely unique. <laughs> no other spirit has ever been like yours before. No other life has ever looked uh, exactly like yours before. And so you have something that is remarkable, unique, and special, and that is your beingness. That already is an immense wealth. And I really want to underscore that because we live in a world that does not value uh, a lot of life. And you might live in a body that has experienced uh, being devalued in multiple ways. And you probably move through the world uh, confronting the challenges of existence, 2023, 
um, which in major ways have to do with a world being shaped around uh, misvaluing or devaluing of really what is true and precious, the substance of life uh, itself in favor of some uh, hallucinatory fictions of supremacy and uh, certain ideas of what constitutes value and what doesn't, and misidentification of personal value with objectified values such as dollar amounts and, you know, particular like body image classifications or status symbols or whatever. All that's bullshit. <laughs> I want to say all that is BS. Uh, who you are has always been a treasure uh, beyond what could be quantified as any kind of, um, you know, monetary uh, number or something like that. You are inherently so valuable. And this is a season that is really asking you to remember and reclaim uh, your value and to do that in ways that are inquisitive, curious, research-based, and also relational. This is a good time for you to get uh, reflections from relationships and to let those who see and admire you and love you and care for you and have cared for you and even to let those who you know might be uh, intimidated by you or dislike you or even want to devalue you uh, reflect something to you about your value and in terms of the last things that I said you know people who might devalue you or perspectives that might call your value into question uh, I really want to invite you to feel into your fury and anger and insistence in your own value as you meet perspectives that might um, uh, not reflect to you what inherently implicitly you already are. Dear Embodied Astrology Community, the genocide we're witnessing in Palestine is an unspeakable atrocity. More than 14,000 people have been killed in Gaza since October 7th. The people of Palestine are suffering, not only from being under constant siege, but from hunger, thirst, and infection and disease due to lack of clean water and basic resources. I know this is already all over the news and social media, and that many of us are feeling immense, intense grief and nervous system dysregulation as we witness these atrocities. I know it's easy to feel overwhelmed and powerless. But the more we educate ourselves and each other, and the more we use our individual and collective power as global citizens, the more powerful we become. Your voice matters, and our voices together are powerful. Together we can make change happen. A week ago we were told that even a temporary pause was out of the question, but Israel has now paused its attacks on Gaza due to pressure from the international community. The attacks are still far from over though, and many fear that the worst is yet to come. So we need to keep going and continue placing pressure on our governments. I implore you, with the capacity you have, please lend your efforts. Call and email your elected congressional representatives to demand immediate de-escalation and permanent ceasefire, to allow for the entry of humanitarian assistance to Gaza and the return of homelands to Palestinian people. We've included suggestions for how to do this, in the United States at least, 
in this episode's show notes. And there are so many suggestions circulating for ways that you can take action beyond these avenues, including uplifting Palestinian voices and stories, educating yourself and others on the history of Palestinian struggle and resistance, participating in boycotts and protests, and infusing your creative expressions with calls for action. Everyone has a role in the revolution. Your participation matters and makes a difference. Thank you for listening and thank you for your solidarity. One way to express solidarity is to invest time, energy, and attention in imagination. What could the world look like beyond paradigms of supremacy, war, dominance, inequity, and inequality? How could we tell new and better stories in bigger ways? If you've attended any of Embodied Astrology's workshops over the past year, you'll know that core values of this work include building imagination, reshaping symbolism, and telling stories that can inspire creative world-making now. Our 2023 workshops were so rich. An amazing team of facilitators engaged our community in grief work, creative writing, art-making, and self-portraiture, activism, food and environmental justice strategies, ancestral remembering and intergenerational repair, personal and collective healing, and communion with more than human life forms and realms, all through the lens of astrology. As we transition into 2024, astrological currents suggest that the upcoming years are ripe for revisioning and reimagining how our worlds, countries, communities, families, and lives look and feel. In the midst of so much that is breaking down and cracking open, and at a time when uncertainty and chaos are increasing, astrology offers maps and strategies for working skillfully with change. That's why I'm excited to let you know that several of our facilitators will return to Embodied Astrology as core faculty, and we're currently working together to craft next year's offerings. We're interested in engaging astrology as a means for building bridges across identities and communication styles, working with conflict mapping and transformation, tending grief and loss, queering time, exploring art and creative expression, supporting healing through somatic practice, and more. Our hope is not only to share our own research, but also to include you, our beloved community, in collaborative astrological study and synthesis so that we can feel into what current astrology is asking of us individually and collectively and build symbolic vocabularies and meaning making, serving healing potentials for our future. And for any of you who are wanting to grow your skills in embodied intuitive chart reading and client practice, I'm also excited to confirm that I will be commencing a monthly study and practice space for your chart is a body, my in-depth foundational course in embodied astrology as part of our programming next year. I'll be sharing more program details in the months to come, but if you're interested in learning more or attending a virtual open house, make sure to click the link in the show notes to sign up for updates. As we move into Sagittarius season, we are moving with a growing moon. There is a full moon on November 27th in Sagittarius's opposite sign, Gemini. Uh, these horoscopes will probably come out with that full moon, and so you may be listening from the future. I've been sick. You can maybe hear it in my voice, and <clears throat> uh, I'm just trusting that these are going to come out at the right time. Um, the first week or so of Sagittarius season is challenging. 
there are dampenings and blockages uh, energetically. And in your chart, it feels like the challenge is to um, not just remember and reclaim the value that is already inside of you, but in some ways to position and uh, repurpose what you know is valuable that you have um, in order to create something new. And so again, to go back to what you have, <laughs> I waxed poetic for a while about what a treasure you already are. And you also contain so many treasures, skills, capacities that you have earned through your experience and survival, talents that you have cultivated, uh, perspectives that are unique again to you. And then there are things that you probably have, material possessions, access to certain resources or relationships. Um, what do you have? This is a good season, I think, to write a list of uh, resources that you can access and to really think broadly about what resource can describe. In the first week of Sagittarius season, you are being challenged to position and repurpose your resources because you're trying to create something new. And what you're trying to create, in my feeling, is a new experience for yourself and in your existence. And in this new experience for yourself and your existence, there are also real needs to experience relationship in different ways. It might be to receive differently, uh, to be supported or to feel solidarity differently. It might be to uh, grow in terms of your relational resource uh, capacity. Um, there are a lot of themes around collaboration in your chart right now. And so I really want to emphasize also that what you have um, and so much of what we have, you know, we're not sole owners of um, what we have is so frequently shared and inherited and passed on and cultivated together. And so to really be thinking also about um, the space of relationship as a location where you can um, uh, derive value from. Anyway, the first week of Sagittarius season is kind of a challenge. It's like, how are you going to do this? How are you going to position what you have to do this new thing? And the Gemini full moon on the 27th is a full moon that really resonates so strongly with tension between what we're coming from and what we're moving towards. There's a real pull between the old and the new. And in your chart, this pull is in a very deep place. It's in a place that um, in, for some of you might feel like dying. It's like you have to um, let go of a lot right now. And many of you may be holding an immense amount of grief. And there is so much death in the world. There is so much to grieve. And just witnessing genocide, just witnessing the ongoing brutality of the world as it has been for hundreds of years uh, is enough to make a person totally crazy. And I think a lot of us kind of feel on the edge of sanity. I know I do frequently with this feeling of like, why the fuck is it like this? It doesn't have to be like this. The struggle 
you know, to survive that is produced by dominance and capitalism and colonial supremacy, that's a, you know, that didn't have to be like that. So much has been lost. And there are so many other realities already present that could be uplifted. There are so many realities that we haven't experienced yet that could be present uh, if we had access to different resource or if we changed what we were focusing on imaginatively and conceptually. And so this is a full moon that in your chart, it feels deeply alchemical. It feels like there's uh, a, a kind of fury emerging that is making you insist um, on what is valuable. And so again, it's this feeling of like, you already had enough. You were already whole. Who are the motherfuckers out there telling you that you're not? <laughs> you know, who's out there telling you that you need to do X, Y, and Z in order to like deserve, like get a place to live or have your basic needs met? It's like fucking infuriating. That's my take on it. That's my opinion. Um, <laughs> it's not necessarily coming from astrology, but in your chart, there is this feeling of really needing to concentrate on um, uh, the heat and the intensity of what can create something new. And what can create something new definitely needs love. It definitely needs focus and concentration and commitment and dedication and loyalty. But also a lot of what is created from... Uh, what is old to become what is new is created from a place of grief or from a place of fury. And so if those feelings are present for you around this full moon, invite them in. They are creative substance right now. Now this is a powerful full moon because it begins Mercury's retro shade and the retro shadow or the retro shade uh, is the period of time when Mercury is direct passing over the same area of sky that it will retrograde on. And so there's a shadow in the beginning and a shadow at the end of a retrograde. So we have the first retro shade from the 25th or so, 27th of the full moon of November until Mercury station retrograde on December 12th. And then Mercury will station direct on January 1st and be done with its shade by February 4th. So the 27th of November until February 4th is a particular kind of quality of time that is really marked by a Mercury retrograde. And Mercury retrogrades are times when ideas change, when cognition shifts, when perspectives expand and become uh, kind of disturbed sometimes, uh, necessarily, I think, in order to see what we didn't see before. This also, uh, this period of shade coincides with Venus coming into your sign. And so it feels like a very productive period of time for you and a time when you're, uh, when the power of your concentration, the power of your insistence, the power of your fury and the power of your love can cultivate and craft uh, new shapes around what you have. And what you have to give is also uh, opening doors for what you can have uh, and what you can receive. On December 12th, 
the new moon in Sagittarius is uh, coinciding with Mercury station retrograde. Um, because Mercury is stationing retrograde in your second solar house of resources, I really want to encourage you um, to do this kind of list making of what you have, your possessions, and to think very expansively about your possessions. In this retrograde, there is a need for you to um, redistribute and also recollect uh, what, what you possess. Um, some of you might really be thinking about how do you give differently and how can what you have make different kinds of impact in the world. And some of you are thinking about how do you get more of what you need and getting uh, is also related to giving. We don't receive from a vacuum and so there are definitely themes of reciprocity and exchange that are important in this Mercury retrograde for you. This is a retrograde that is also really bringing a lot of focus um, and I would say beyond this retrograde, this period of time is really bringing a lot of focus again into relationships and collaborative spaces. Uh, from the new moon until the solstice on December 22nd and the beginning of Capricorn season, there's an emphasis on seeing your relationships differently and allowing your relationships to see you differently and also to change how you see yourself. And I don't know what this is going to mean really for you personally. I can't see your chart. This is just a sun sign horoscope. Um, but from now until the end of next April, you are going through a big restructuring and reshaping of how you move energetically in the world and in relationship and what you have to give and what you need to receive in turn are going to be really, really big themes. And so please pay attention, uh, especially from the new moon until the solstice, um, to your relationships and meditate on what they are showing you. Um, your relationships are changing right now. They have been changing for a while pretty profoundly and they're going to continue changing for a while. It is not time to cling to people or to past experiences or ideas. It is not a time to resent change at all. Invite the change in and nurture what feels most generative uh, in yourself and in the ways that you meet others. There are new experiences that want to be had that are calling you to receive differently and to give differently. And what is being called forth from you at this time has a lot of potency and power for the ways that you are going to create your life and uh, this kind of new experience that I'm talking about that feels like some kind of bigger life project is in the works for you, some kind of restructuring. All right, <laughs> I'm going to leave it there. I hope any or all of that is helpful for you, Scorpio. I'm wishing you all the best in Sagittarius season and beyond. Lots of love and bye for now. If you enjoy my readings and find them supportive, make sure to pre-order your 2024 Year Ahead reading now. My Year Ahead readings are deep dives into the details of the year, special for your sun, moon, and rising signs. 
with a focus on making the most of the opportunities and meeting challenges with skill and grace. You'll get a big picture overview that spans the year, connecting 2024 to the past and future, and providing a larger context that my monthly readings just can't get into. The 2024 readings will be published by the first week of January, and they make wonderful gifts for the astrology lovers in your life. You can also now receive a 75% discount on 2023's year-ahead readings, which still have so much to offer. Find more information in the show notes or in the horoscope section at embodiedastrology.com. If you enjoy my reading style and want to dive deeper into an embodied experience with astrology, join me every Monday on Zoom for Somatic Space, a weekly class where we work with current astrological seasons, planetary transits, and lunar cycles through embodiment practices, guided visualization, and meditation. Every session includes an astrology overview and tips for observing your own chart placements in the week ahead, and the practices I offer are designed to give you body-based mindfulness support right on time with what's current in the energetic weather patterns. These classes are available by recording if you can't attend live, and if you sign up for a sliding scale somatic space membership, you'll also get access to my ongoing virtual conversation Q&A and resource sharing space. Follow the link in the show notes or head to embodiedastrology.com to learn more. Thanks so much for listening to your Embodied Astrology reading for the season ahead. I hope you enjoyed it and will find it supportive. For more information on upcoming astrology, make sure to check out my seasonal overview, included in all Embodied Astrology memberships and the monthly newsletter. You might also be interested in my 2023 year ahead readings. Those readings give a big picture of the main themes, opportunities, and challenges in 2023 specific for your sun rising and moon signs. My year ahead readings are now discounted by 75% as we get to the end of the year, but there is still a lot of information in them. Find more information in the show notes or in the horoscope section at embodiedastrology.com. This work would not exist without a team. Ash Good is our website manager. Alicia Mauji is our community coordinator. Ariana Sears-Putowski prepares and edits transcripts of these readings. Gabs404 is our visual creative director. Joe Stewart is the office coordinator. And Vera Lumi composed and created the music. Thank you for listening. I'm wishing you all the best in the season ahead.